Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Hamilton is among the first 14 cities that have been chosen for a government-run marijuana store, the LCBO, which will run the shops through a subsidiary since the stores will open by July 2018, we know that. Uh, other stores are going to be located in Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton, Kitchener, and other locations across the province. Now, the LCBO says its representatives, along with staff from Ontario's Ministry of Finance, will meet with municipalities in the coming weeks to determine exactly where the stores will be located. Now, these 14 are the first of 150 that are going to be set up across the province by 2020. And uh, the first batch of 40 stores will open in 2018, with that number rising to 80 stores by 2019. So some of the questions I have is, where should Hamilton's government-run marijuana store be located? And I should mention that no one from the city wants to touch this issue right now. We've put out a number of feelers, myself and producer Liz Russell, saying, hey, can you join us? Hey, can someone from the city? Uh, No one wants to speak on this issue right yet. They are not in a position to talk about this, which I I, I can understand. But in the same light, uh, we do have to have this discussion on where we are going to put this uh, first of 14 stores in our neighborhood. So I thought we got to talk to somebody who's in the game. So who better than CEO of MMJ Canada, Clint Young, who joins us on the program. Clint, how are you? Good. How are you, Rick? Not too bad at all. So, I mean, you you know this game, uh, the the marijuana, medical marijuana, uh, the, the benefits of, uh, obviously there's pros and cons. There's people on one side of the yep. fence. There's people on the other. So yep. where is the best place to put a store like this whose, whose sole function is to uh, sell uh, recreational marijuana um so you know recreational cannabis if it's coming um it's probably going to be put into like a business retail area uh kind of like i would look at it like where you would have a lot of lcbo's there's one like there's an lcbo near like centennial and uh highway eight there um there's uh, another lcbo like by dundurn um it, not technically in suburban areas but more more high traffic business retail um the, the, nobody could talk about it right now because there's a you know a, a major disconnect i think uh especially from my end like um uh you know it's i think there's a lot of i think the messages are being smeared right now of of medicinal and recreational like I, i'm glad that you pointed that out today rick uh, this is this almost doesn't have anything to do with the the style of model my dispensary is the the, the retail model of uh, of the LCBO or pardon me the CCBO or whatever, whatever they're going to be calling it, mm-hmm. um, but you know uh, it, it's good that it's going to be separated. But the problem is even separating it recreational retail, um, uh, the, the dispensary market should be included as they've been here as long as they have. Whether whether they are medicinal uh, retail wellness boutique, um, I, I don't think it's going to be taken laying down and, and i don't mean that in like a fighting sense i mean that in a you know a simply uh, we're going to do what we have to do to have our voices heard uh, we've been reaching out to the uh the city councils um i've been really really uh, uh getting getting uh, a lot of effective work with uh, matthew green and uh, jason Farr. they just push a motion through that uh operators of our stores um are going to be able to come to the table and give our opinions and our thoughts on regulating um, and how to include small business in the craft market, because I do think it will come. I 
don't think Wynn can announce that right now. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he could come out with loosey-goosey uh, uh, regulations in the beginning. You have a lot of people to answer, uh, answer to. But I think as time comes, she's going to realize that the system in place of just these, even, even in the beginning, Rick, if it's 30, 40, it's not enough. 150, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. And then on top of it, there's going to be court cases and constitutional challenges. It's going to become a sloppy mess like it did in Vancouver years ago. And it's still going on there. And, you know, then they regulated finally after the mess, like, uh, you know, after they realized it was going to be a mess. I believe it'll be the same way. I, do, I, do, I think people need to have a little bit more hope. Um, but we're definitely ready to, uh, you know, defend what we believe. You know, um, we, we, uh, uh, there's a few different dispensaries um, that are a part of this thing called Hamilton Votes Dispensaries, and we've decided to take a poll of every ward um, of each of our members. Uh, we've asked them to sign up, and if we could email you and, and tell us what ward you live in and all that. And in a short few months, I know alone Hamilton Village Dispensary has about 8,900 emails. I have about roughly the same, I think Pacifico's around the 2,000. Like, these are very, very big numbers for us to have our voice heard. We want them to start speaking on behalf of dispensaries. We, 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 want, we don't care if the, the CCBO exists, but we definitely don't want it existing without us here as well. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.